Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. This podcast is all about helping you to find relevancy in the economy of now. That's part of the tagline of this podcast. So what that means in a nutshell is we're going to explore how to navigate pandemic-proofing your career and upskilling into the next normal. In a word, this podcast is here to make you relevant. You relevant. So we're coming off of a crazy past three to four months, especially here in the U.S. The silver lining is that any comfort zones that we tried to hold on to have been obliterated. We're finding ourselves collectively entering into a new phase of forced personal reinvention. Now, this is actually a good thing. It feels bad. It feels uncomfortable. But actually, this is a positive. This is a net positive, not a net negative. So I want to, if anything else, just flip your perspective from pessimistic to optimistic in these times that can indeed be troubling and worrisome. A lot of it is, is we've just grown accustomed to life as usual. That can get a little boring at times, but we can really get set into our comfort zones, especially as we age. And so I want to help you flip your perspective to a positive and see the silver lining in perhaps some gray clouds in your own life. So those of us that get down to the business of reinventing ourselves will succeed and thrive during this paradigm shift that we're going through right now. But those that wait for things to go back to normal will be left behind. And don't let that be you. I would like to share an idea related to how you can find relevance in this new and challenging time. To succeed in your career moving forward, you have to find the intersection of attainable and essential. This is becoming one of my core mantras that I keep repeating over and over anytime that I'm online doing any sort of online interviews, whether I'm being interviewed or I'm interviewing others for various podcasts. You may have noticed that during the lockdowns, there were exceptions made for essential businesses. So you may need to redirect your career path into some of those areas that are deemed more essential in the face of a pandemic, such as the one that is still going on at the time of this recording, which happens to be July of 2020. Now, it's essential for you to become just that, essential. What this might look like is focusing on an industry that is experiencing growth during a downturn. Some ideas would be supply chain and logistics, or consider healthcare or perhaps government. Those are all areas that have been deemed essential and are really burgeoning during these times. And we've seen, especially with supply chain and logistics, problems with supply chain and logistics, specifically whenever we saw a shortage of toilet paper in the local grocery stores, as one of many examples that I've seen. Now, on the flip side, you may want to rethink getting into certain businesses, such as event management, for example. Now, this doesn't have to be a permanent change, but for right now, where we stand here in the world, I think that things that enable remote and distance sort of commerce really make sense. And anywhere where you can get into the digital economy really makes sense as well. So that would be the essential corner of this intersection that I talk about often, this intersection of essential and attainable. That brings us to the other corner of this intersection, which is attainable. Let's talk about what is attainable for you. So this is typically where the Salesforce platform comes to light and really shines, at least in my opinion. And back before the pandemic and before social distancing and COVID-19, I really just focused on how attainable a cloud career was via the Salesforce platform. And make no mistake, a cloud career is still very much attainable 
via the Salesforce platform. But when I first discovered the Salesforce platform, it was in the nerd aisle at the local Barnes & Noble bookstore. I quickly learned how you could make apps in a low-code environment, and Salesforce made this easy. And that's what I was looking for, was something that was easy. I'd been banging my head against the wall of hard for years in the space of technology and found that I just couldn't break through whenever I tried to approach other technologies that were just really complex and didn't seem readily attainable to the normals, of which I count myself as one. What that means being a normal is that I'm not some natural-born coder. I don't dream in code, and I'm always looking for an easy easier or better way. That's not necessarily laziness. That's just not settling for things being hard. And technology oftentimes is just way too hard. It's a pet peeve of mine, something that I am trying to get over. But at this point in my life, I think it'll, it's never going to happen. So rather than blaming myself for being inadequate, I've learned that, okay, if software is too hard, that's the software's fault. And I know that that may be also a flip side argument or a, a new paradigm for you to think, because oftentimes we tend to blame ourselves. We tend to embrace this imposter syndrome that, oh, I'm not smart enough, or I'm not quick enough, I'm not young enough, I'm not old enough, I don't have enough experience, fill in the blank. But what really clicked with me with Salesforce was this was a technology that was approachable to the common person, not just the technologically elite. And so you'll hear me bring up Salesforce a lot on this podcast, but I want you to know that this podcast is not about Salesforce. Now, I'm primarily known today as being a Salesforce instructor online. And I've taught well over 100,000 students now on the Salesforce platform. I've helped thousands of people launch their cloud career. But this podcast is not one where we're just going to drink the Salesforce Kool-Aid. This is a podcast about you and helping you define relevance in the economy of now. The economy of now is very different than the economy last quarter or two quarters ago. And so I want this to always be timely and relevant and about you. That's why I've called this You Relevant. Make no mistake that this is not a podcast about sales, but it is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now, as I said. So when we hover over this intersection of attainable and essential, the attainable side has everything to do with approachable and comprehensible tools and tech that enable you to make things. Where you have got to get to is that intersection of attainable and essential. I used to only focus on attainable and I only used to focus on Salesforce, but I've seen through this upheaval that we've all been forced into that there's another part to this equation and that is the essential part. And you want to be in an industry, ideally, that would be deemed essential for any future events such as pandemics, for example. So that's what this whole intersection of attainable and essential is all about. So now let's pivot to what you need to strive to become in the next normal. So what you need to strive to become, if you are not already, is to become a creator. Some would call this becoming a maker. You have got to get to where you can execute on an idea and make it a reality. Now, the problem is that people really get hung up on trying to just make their own ideas a reality, and they don't have a good idea that is worth investing the time and effort to bring to reality. So a lot of people wait to learn a technology or a tool that can enable them to become a maker or a creator, and instead they wait until they have some magnificent idea that they think will bring them up from the ashes of irrelevance into the light and become the next Mark Zuckerberg or the next Elon Musk, etc. But 
Realize this, you can be paid very well by simply making other people's ideas a reality. So you don't have to be known as an idea person. You just need to strive to become someone that gets things done, that can make, that can create. I believe it was makeup company founder Mary Kay that said something to the effect that ideas are a dime a dozen, but those that can execute an idea are priceless. So to be indispensable during a downturn, be the one who can create. Be the one who can execute on an idea. Make yourself essential to any organization, and you can do that by embracing tools that are attainable or easy, such as Salesforce. Now, there are other tools out there that I readily embrace in addition to Salesforce, and you'll see me using these in my own online business. Some of those that off the top of the head would be WordPress and Kartra as two quick examples. So I am about more than just Salesforce. That word comes up a lot because that's where most of my audience is originated in this online teaching space. But also, I want you to be aware that this podcast is not necessarily about teaching. I've got a platform for that. That's MikeWitherMediaPlus.com. That's not what this podcast is about, though. This is not a teaching endeavor. So my mission statement used to be to train, inspire, and equip the masses on the Salesforce platform. But I'm pivoting into a broader scope now. My mission is to train, inspire, and equip the masses to launch their own cloud career. And so bringing this back to making yourself essential for any organization you need to start thinking in terms of low code. This is something that is really taking hold right now. I'm seeing this across all technological industries and a lot of different companies are embracing this term of low code. More than a decade ago, Salesforce tried to sell themselves as a no code solution. The problem with that is that it wasn't true. Perhaps saying it was a lie would be too harsh, so let's just call it overly optimistic for Salesforce's part. And the fact is there will always be some code required whenever you're dealing with software development and creating enterprise solutions online, regardless of what industry you find yourself in. But it's also true that not everyone can code. This may be considered sacrilege from some, but I truly believe that not everyone can code. There, I've got it out of the way. I've admitted what I truly feel. I've stated an opinion. Feel free to leave comments, feel free to send me hate mail, but hear me out. Despite the best efforts of code.org and the hour of code, the truth remains that not everyone at least enjoys writing code. The beauty of the day and age that we live in now is that you can reach the status of a maker or a creator by learning low code tools such as Salesforce. Now there's other tools out there, as I mentioned, such as WordPress and Kartra, but the fact is, the barrier to entry to becoming a creator is non-existent. Many years ago, it was much harder. Now, it is virtually non-existent, I should say. There is some barrier. You have to spend some time learning, basically. But it is attainable to the normals. So let's talk about why you need to quickly pivot right now. Basically, there's a record unemployment. It's levels that we have never seen in our collective lifetimes. But with this change in the world, we are finding that there's now broader acceptance of working remotely, distance learning. A recent report I just ran across is that they found that at least 37% of all jobs can be automated today. That would be right now. In the show notes for this particular episode, I'll provide a link to that report with, so that you can reference that. But expect that this 37% number to continue to go up as technology advances and companies continue to embrace the benefits of remote work. And to be competitive, companies have to move to a more remote workforce because those they are competing against are 
And if they don't, they'll just fall behind and they will become irrelevant and eventually go out of business. And so because so many companies have now embraced remote work and have realized that, ta-da, people can actually be more productive working from home and they don't lose an hour or two of their lives commuting into an office and they are not distracted with all the water cooler talk. It's one of these things that I have held as self-evident for a decade and I've worked remotely for the greater part of the past decade. But finally, because of this pandemic and because of necessity, a lot of companies have now been forced to embrace this, whether they like it or not. So before COVID and quarantines and social distancing, there was this, what I like to call the on-site mafia. And this is typically middle management that thinks that since they can't be trusted to work remotely, no one can. Now, I'm not one that measures the temperature of the chair to measure productivity, but measuring the output. What do people create? And I've always been one to try and lead by example and create things and create things quickly and get the job done. So a lot of people just embraced this on-site mafia mindset of, well, that's just what we do. We just go into an office. We waste two hours of our life in our car every day. It's just the way that it is. And we get to hear about what Martha did over the weekend or what Bobby did last night as if we care and we put on headphones and we try and drown out the distractions. But one thing that you really need to limit as you go down this path of becoming a creator is limiting distractions. So here's the deal. There's still plenty of hiring going on, especially in the Salesforce ecosystem. Irrelevant is sponsored by MikeWheelerMediaLive.com. If you are studying for your first Salesforce certification, I want to let you know about my live training option. I run a live Salesforce administrator training class three to four times a year. This is a live class that runs for nine weeks. And in this live setting, I cover the latest updates from Salesforce, and I'm also able to answer your questions live. So if you'd like to learn in a live group setting with greater interactivity, then go to MikeWheelerMediaLive.com. There you'll find schedule and pricing information and FAQ, and you can also register. Just go to MikeWheelerMediaLive.com for details. Now, for those of you that are newer to Salesforce, let me give you a quick rundown of what is often referred to as the ecosystem or the ohana. Now, ohana is a Hawaiian term for family, and the Salesforce family consists of people from every walk of life. And so when you hear the term ecosystem, this can encompass many different things as it relates to Salesforce. When you boil it down, there's three types of Salesforce jobs. We're going to try to overly simplify this just for sake of brevity at this point three types of Salesforce jobs. First is jobs for Salesforce customers. These are people that subscribe to Salesforce for marketing, sales, or service. The second type of Salesforce job would be for Salesforce partner companies. These are implementation experts that are Salesforce's partners. They partner with Salesforce to help Salesforce customers to implement the platform in their own organization and to succeed. So they're a go-between between the customer and Salesforce themselves. So the third and final type of Salesforce job is working for Salesforce themselves. Regardless of where you find yourself in this ecosystem or looking from the outside, looking in and trying to figure out your own path into this ecosystem, you have a lot of options here. 
And this is reflected as well whenever you go to register for taking, for example, a certification exam. So most of my students have become acquainted with me through my admin certification. That would be the Salesforce Certified Administrator Certification course. That is where probably 90 to 95 percent of all individuals begin their journey going down the path of learning the Salesforce platform is by pursuing the administrator certification. That is where you learn the fundamentals of the platform. Now, future episodes of this podcast, I'll be going into more specifics related to the fundamentals, but just recognize that it is core, it is foundational, that you have strong fundamentals on the platform, whether your end goal is to become an administrator, a business analyst, a consultant, a project manager, a developer, or an architect. You have to have those strong fundamentals. So back to this idea of there being three types of Salesforce jobs. That'd be for customers, partners, or Salesforce employees. I just wanted to highlight that whenever the time comes for you to register for a Salesforce certification exam, one of the questions you're asked when you're setting up your test taker account is, what are you? And the three options are, are you a Salesforce customer? Are you a Salesforce partner? Or are you a Salesforce employee? So it's important to recognize that by learning the fundamentals of the platform, that provides you with three different paths, three different targets that you can target your job search with. Now let's pivot on to another idea here. Do away with this idea of waiting for the perfect idea. Do away with waiting for normal to return. We are in the next normal. We are definitely in what is now going to be known as the fourth industrial revolution. Now you're going to be hearing me talk a lot about this time in history and the fourth industrial revolution. So if you're listening to this months after this podcast aired, look for an episode related to the fourth industrial revolution because I know I'm going to be devoting at least one or multiple episodes just on that because it's really important to understand the prior industrial revolutions that preceded this one that we find ourselves in now. I used to debate with myself basically because no one would listen like, okay, has the fourth industrial revolution really started yet or not? Or is history going to look at this as, oh, we were still in the third industrial revolution, which was computing. But really with the advent of the internet, it started to become its own thing. But really now, because of all the changes that have happened in the world, thanks to COVID-19 specifically, and this remote mindset that is now being embraced, we are really moving forward into this new era of computing, this new era of commerce, this new era of a digital economy. And so we're seeing that remote is now mainstream, and it really took longer than I thought it would. But when it came, it really came quickly thanks to COVID-19. And so now with remote being the mainstream mindset of many businesses, and you're seeing these new companies and technologies emerging, such as Zoom really coming into its own, thanks to this as well. I hearken back to a book that I read a few years ago known as Crossing the Chasm. And you'll see that there's different types of people that embrace different technologies. And you have those that are like at the tip of the spear. I'm really boiling this book down really quickly here, also for sake of brevity. But crossing the chasm, and there's different groups of people, those that are the tip of the spear, that are really quick to embrace the newest and greatest technologies. The second category, the one that I fall in, is a fast follower. I tend to identify opportunities. I'm typically never super early on things. For example, when I did discover Salesforce, as I mentioned earlier, it was really in earnest about 2012. Salesforce was founded in 1999, so I was kind of late to the party in a lot of ways. So I'm more of a fast followers. And then the third section is where the mainstream resides in this in this concept of crossing the chasm. And what I'm 
have seen is is that because of COVID-19, we have crossed this chasm into the remote now being mainstream. So I really want you to spend some time thinking about this whole idea of becoming relevant in the economy of now and thinking about where you see yourself not in the next five years, but in the next five weeks, in the next five months. And this is a rapidly changing environment, and we're seeing quarantines, we're seeing things open back up, we're going to see things close back down. It's going to be this precarious dance for the coming months into 2021, really. Now, what the future holds, no one has any idea, but what I know to be true is that you need to become a creator. You need to become a maker. I will be using the phrase as well, quite often, a creator in a consumption world. And the way that you succeed in the world today is that you need to pivot from being a consumer to becoming a creator. Most people just consume. They just sit on their phones and while away their time and chase the boredom away, and they consume content. You need to become someone that is either creating content, creating educational things, creating software applications, creating apps, creating music, creating paintings, creating art, and regardless of what you create, look at yourself as an artisan. It's very important that the work that you do, you consider your art and that you are an artist and you're giving the world more to see. You're giving the world more to experience. You are feeding this insatiable desire of the world of consuming content and things and ideas and any technologies and tools that you can find and get your hands on that make that job easier and quicker and more rapid and at scale really run towards those things and don't look back because that will help you to succeed in this new economy. Urelevant is sponsored by MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com. You'll find all of my courses on my platform, so just go to MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com. You'll also find exclusive content there, such as my brand new Salesforce Certified Administrator course for 2021. It's bigger and better than ever and available nowhere else. Simply go to MikeWheelerMediaPlus.com and sign up for a seven-day free trial today. You'll find dozens of courses and hundreds of hours of in-depth video training content. Also, be sure to download our mobile apps for iOS and Android. Just search for Mike Wheeler Media Plus on your favorite app store and you'll find us there too. So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about you relevant. And together we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks. Thanks.